Pulse 95 Live from the Sharjah International Book Fair at the Expo Centre Sharjah. Good afternoon, everyone, and we are back right here live on uh, Pulse 95 and live from the Big Fair. Um, in fact, we were talking about the great events and everything's going on in the Big Fair, and it's been absolutely amazing. We've had uh, lots of events and lots of interviews with uh, lots of good authors and lots of great personalities. Now, with regards to the Big Fair, there were so many important events happening, and especially yesterday, I would like to highlight that Marcus Dole, the CEO of the very well-known Penguin Random House, was there yesterday, and he was talking about the Big Fair, and he stressed that the Charge International Big Fair has become an international center of books and publishing and a hub for professionals from all over the world to, uh, to uh, engage in retail publishing. And Ahmed, you've actually spoken to him. Yeah, I've had the pleasure to speak uh, to Marcus Dole, again, the CEO of Penguin Random House. So this is a, a major publisher of books around the world. And, you know, building up to this event, there's been a lot of excitement about the prospect of their having a presence in the Middle East region. And that's, in fact, something that he has touched on in his wide-ranging interview with me. He's also spoken about the challenges facing the publishing industry and gave me insights on the state of reading. Are people reading books? Are people buying books? Mm -hmm. Here's what do you have to say? I'm super impressed um, with the energy at this fair, the positive energy. You can feel the region is growing and the publishing industry in the region is growing. And I'm super impressed with the balance between local experiences uh, and trying to sort of grow the, the local publishing business and complementing that with this huge international representation here. I heard, for example, yesterday that uh, there are more than a thousand tables for, for agents and for rights deals, and that is unprecedented. That is bigger than any other book fair in the world. So um, the energy is, is very, very high, and it's super exciting for me to be part of it. You know, right now, we live in uh, pretty polarized times. You go to our news website, things are all over the place. Uh, we've had the COVID-19 pandemic. That's divided people even further as well. Uh, how do we tie in the, the value of literature to that? What's the value of reading and uh, in, in, in making people's lives better in this particular environment that we're in? Um, Long-form reading books are perhaps more important than ever before um, to help keep our society together in this very polarized world, as, as you said. Um, <clears throat> there is, um, number one is, uh, we are living in this never-ending news cycle and breaking news environment. And what book publishers really provide is a holistic view and a deep dive into topics, especially in nonfiction, hopefully fact-checked and sort of representing the truth that, that give people the real truth and, and, and a really deep dive into a topic. Uh, and I think it is uh, extremely important. The same applies to fiction, giving people the opportunity to immerse themselves into complex stories, into complex characters. We know from psychology and we know from brain science, it develops empathy, develops tolerance, and it develops understanding of other people's views. What do we need more in the world than tolerance, than understanding, than human values? 
to actually keep our open and free societies together. So books and reading don't only matter, they can make a very meaningful and important contribution to keep our societies together and to help our societies to heal from extreme polarization. So books and reading are more important than ever before. And I'm uh, also interested in, in your thoughts on the publishing industry, particularly how it's fared uh, both during and now as we recover from the COVID-19 pandemic. Thank you for that question. I've been, uh, you know, somewhat a cheerleader um, of um, the industry's development even before the pandemic. I um, started in 2017, five years ago in the fall, with a global roadshow with the title why this is the best time in publishing since Gutenberg invented the printing press. All KPIs, all key performance indicators of this industry has been, have, have been going north um, in the last 25 years since the digital transformation of media started. Books have had the best digital transformation of all media categories. And I always uh, talk about six reasons why that is the case. Let me very quickly mention the six reasons. Number one is the revenue pool. The global revenue pool of the industry is growing every year. Every year end consumers around the world spend more money on books, on stories in long form than the year before, number one. Number two is we have robust and profitable business models for the physical distribution of our books and the digital distribution of our, of our stories. And we have a profitable business model for digital distribution to begin with. Not all media categories have that. Number three, we have reached a healthy coexistence. I call it the healthy coexistence between the physical and digital distribution. It's 80-20 roughly, like everything in nature. And 15 years ago, experts thought that by 2020, 80% of our distribution is going to be digital. No, 80% is still physical, and that has stabilized the entire book ecosystem. Number four, our addressable audience for books and long-form reading grows every year. We have 3 to 4% population growth on the planet, and literacy rates are spiking. So we have more people on the planet, of which many more people can read. And e-commerce has helped us to reach those people in three to four seconds digitally and in three to four days, you know, physically. Number five, most important reason, books for children and young adult have been the fastest growing categories like since, since Harry Potter, since Harry Potter was published 25 years ago. So that's actually, that gives us confidence that we can create the next generation of readers. That's our life insurance. And number six is that the audio format is, is so successful and, um, and, and it gives us incremental reading minutes and listening minutes because you can do other things by listening to an audiobook. You can run, you can drive, you can cook, you can garden. So audiobooks give us incremental reading and listening minutes and it is the format of the hour. So for all of these reasons, which were actually confirmed and even accelerated during the pandemic, this is, even after the pandemic, still and even more so, the best time in publishing since Gutenberg invented the printing press. That's absolutely incredible to hear. Uh, can you elaborate on, on digital publishing in particular and uh, uh, some of the formats we've seen, the interest in those as well, and how it plays into the growth of, of the publishing industry right now? From the get-go, 15 years ago this month, uh, Kindle was launched. Um, and, and with that, the, 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 
the mass market for ebooks was created. So it's the 15th anniversary. And what we see right now from the get-go, actually, we said at Penguin Random House that we want to be format agnostic. We always said print is here to stay. Print will always be important. And digital is becoming more and more important. It's an and. It's not an either or. We want to grow in all formats. And we want to grow in all channels, in e-commerce, in independent bookstores, in book chains. We are sales channel agnostic, and we are format agnostic. We don't tell our readers, and I said that yesterday at the conference, we don't tell our readers where to buy their books and in which format to buy their books. We want to make sure that our books are available and displayed everywhere around the world. And we display them through 160,000 retail locations around the world. Um, and again, for us, whether we sell a print book, a physical book, or an e-book, or a digital audiobook, which is the format of the hour, it doesn't really matter for us. We want to actually sell our books everywhere and in all formats to readers around the world. Well, that was the CEO of Penguin Random House Publishing talking about the growth of digital formats in books and how they've had an impact on print. He says they work hand in hand and that print is more popular than ever. More people are reading now than ever. Now, stay tuned to Paul Sani 5. We'll continue my discussion with Marcus Dole, CEO of Penguin Random House, and he's going to tell me about the Middle East region in particular. What are people here reading? Are we going to be seeing a focus on certain types of books and so much more? Stay tuned for that discussion. It's coming up next here on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Pulse 95 Live from the Sharjah International Book Fair at the Expo Center Sharjah. Hey everyone, good afternoon and welcome back to our live coverage of the Sharjah International Book Fair. Now yesterday I had the true pleasure of speaking to the CEO of Penguin Random House Publishing, Marcus Dole, and he told me so much about the direction that the publishing world is heading in, the value of reading to making the world a better place, and the reading habits of you. Uh, people here in the region, people in the United Arab Emirates, what are people buying in terms of books? What are people getting into? Those are the insights that he shared with me and he also gave me a bit of a sneak peek. Are we going to be seeing Penguin Random House set up a presence here in the region? Here's what he had to say. And I'm sure you've learned a lot about the state of publishing here in the region, in particular uh, throughout the Publishers Conference. So maybe you can give us some of the takeaways. Well, I'm still learning. Okay. It's, yeah, my, it's my second day. Um, so uh, I want to be sort of humble enough to uh, not make too many statements about that. So again, for, for us, it is sort of a a trilogy here. We have three main goals. So first of all, we want to learn. Um, we know how to distribute English language books into the region, but we don't know enough how to discover publishing talent here and how to publish them regionally and then hopefully uh, one day also um, globally. So we are here to learn, especially about the local publishing, um, to one day also have perhaps a local publishing hub. Uh, to publish regionally and from here into the world. Learning. Number two, we are networking. We have a lot of friends already here, but we are expanding our network and we are deepening our relationships here with publishing executives, with the authorities, and also with retailers from around the world. Number two, 
And number three is we want to expand our business. This is a region that is expanding economically and also in the publishing industry. And the book fair here is, of course, an accelerator for the publishing industry in terms of growth. So we want to expand our business. And we have seen double-digit growth of our English language distribution in the, into the region. And now we want to find a good, small starting point to become a publishing player in the region. One thing that uh, that you said that really got me going inside uh, is uh, nurturing talent, discovering local talent here. What can we do to promote that? Well, that's what publishing is all about, right? Yeah. When you look back to Gutenberg and the business model of publishing, which has not changed in 600 years. So publishers discover writing talent, right? They nurture writing talent. They help writers to perfect their stories editorial relationship, create the most beautiful package design of the book, printing and production, before they launch it into the world. That's one. We support creatives. The second pillar of our service portfolio as publishers is we maximize readership for writers, domestically, locally, and hopefully one day globally. Publishing is about supporting creativity, maximizing reach. And that's what it's all about. On the creative side, one story at a time, one author at a time. And on the distribution side, you hopefully have scale and you can distribute globally, which is an advantage of a globally um, uh, operating company like Penguin Random House. And on the business side of things, how's, how's the revenue pool for publishing right now? As I said before, it's growing every year. Let me tell you again what that means. <clears throat> Every year, end consumers around the world spend more money on books, on stories in long form than the year before. So there, there has never been a year in which end consumers have spent more money on books than in 2021. The same applies to 2020, 2019, 2018, 2017. You get the point? Yeah. The revenue pool of the industry is growing. So publishing and publishing executives and the publishing community should actually talk more about it. And my goal is to make everyone an ambassador of our industry and how well it's doing to attract even more readers to come into our ecosystem. Reading is in. Reading is sexy. Reading is something that is important, as we talked about before, and it can make a very meaningful contribution to keep our societies together. And just walking around the book fair, I saw a lot of uh, children's books, a lot of self-help. What are some of the most best or, or the best performing uh, book categories as well, if you can touch on that? Sure. Um, the good news is it goes across the categories. You just need to discover the best stories in the category to be really, really successful. So the fastest growing category over the last 25 years have been categories in the children's area from, you know, from board books, picture books, middle grade to, to young adult books, which is actually so positive because it's the life insurance of publishing. Our larger purpose at Penguin Random House is we want to create the future of books and reading in long form for generations to come in our society. And we know if we achieve that grand goal, that purpose, then, as a byproduct and logical consequence, we are going to have a place in this industry. Yeah. And if we then find the finest stories and we launch the finest books into the world, 
well, then as a result, we also make some money um, and are successful and can invest our cash flow into advances and new stories again. So kids books, fastest growing category over the last uh, 25 years since, since Harry Potter, which is very positive and not really known by the public. So please spread the word and help me spreading the word about that. At the beginning of the pandemic, nonfiction was very popular, a little bit more than fiction because people wanted to, they were back at home, they wanted to learn, they wanted to do something meaningful. Later in the pandemic, we saw that fiction was taking over again. People wanted to escape from the reality uh, and immerse themselves into fiction stories again. And fiction is also driving the business especially in the United States, but we see it in many, many countries post-pandemic and sort of going into the endemic. Um, fiction is driving the business right now. It doesn't really matter which category. You just need to find the finest stories in the respective category, and then you are successful. And ju just to wrap things up, because you, you said something about uh, setting up a presence here, having a hub in the region. Are we going to be seeing a Penguin Random House set up shop here? Yeah, we sort of, we are starting slowly. Right, we are a you know we we are a family-controlled foundation. Uh, we think in generations. We think long term, um, and building a publishing business is not a sprint. It's a marathon, um, and our company is uh, you know more than 200 years old, basically around 200 years old, um, and our oldest imprint in the uh, in the group is 430 years old, uh, a religious imprint from Germany. So, so we really think long term, number one. Number two is we are starting now to sort of, you know, we have a, a, li a license now for distribution and for publishing. So we, we work with the authorities to be able to create a publishing company here, um, you know, in, in the region. Um, and again, once we've learned enough and we see a good opportunity, uh, then we get started. Uh, I don't want to overpromise. Okay. But we think that this region and the region beyond the Arab world um, is going to be a growth region for generations to come. So we, we should be here. And finally, what do you hope to take away from your visit here? Well, again, it's sort of half time for me, uh, you know, through, through my visit. So I'm going to stay until uh, the weekend. Um, and I sort of uh, try to experience a good mix of uh, the book fair. So I spend time here. I love book fairs. I love the energy around books, about, around authors and readers. And we see a lot of international and local retailers and wholesalers here. So it's, it's, it's great to, um, to be here at the fair. And then I mix it up with other cultural experiences, networking in the region, and I'm a history buff, so I immerse myself into uh, the history of the region to understand the present better and perhaps one day help to develop the future in the region too. That was Marcus Dole, the CEO of Penguin Random House. Uh, what an interesting and compelling conversation that was and really lays the groundwork for a future where books are com more commonplace and being consumed at a higher rate. And stay tuned to Pulse95 as we continue the discussions about the Sharjah International Book Fair. In fact, up next, we're going to have with us John Casey from Peter Harrington. He's going to tell us all about interesting objects and trinkets, particularly collections of very very old books. Stay tuned for that right here on Pulse 95.